Good morning. Oh my, time is just shooting by yet again. Let me tell you guys, these past few weeks has, have really been an amazing journey. You know, there's so much that I want to share with you guys. I have been feeling so much better. My vibration has been elevated and, you know, I'm just excited for what's to come and what's in store. But let's take a quick break and I will return in just a moment. Okay, so welcome back. I am your host, Cherry Resurrection. Thank you for listening to another episode of Still I Rise. We're on season four, episode 12, I believe. And again, how fast time has gone. You know, I still think about like, I can't believe I started this podcast about three years ago, close to three years, you know, and again, it's been an honor, you know, going through this journey with you guys. You know, I know that, you know, I don't get to physically see or talk to you guys, but, you know, for those that have continued to reach out again, you know, it has been really, it truly has been an honor you know, to go through this with you guys and share with you guys um, everything that's happened. And, you know, I I do hope that, you know, um, the healing part of it will, you know, empower you guys to take that leap and decide to heal yourself as well and take the necessary, you know, actions to do so. Because let me tell you, it is just the best feeling you know, just kind of getting rid of all that extra weight on your shoulders um, that honestly, we do put on ourselves. We do beat ourselves up. We do tell ourselves a certain story, which those stories weigh us down. You know, we realize that, well, I have realized over the past two years, the only person that was standing in my way was myself. The only person that has the power to stand in my way is myself. What do I mean by that? Yes, there's, you know what I mean? Like I had mentioned, you know, there's these people that, yes, indeed, they are, you know, they are part of the trauma. But for the most part, they are not part of our healing. They have nothing to do with our healing because our healing is our own journey. And like with anybody else, yes, anybody new in our lives or anybody that, whether it's somebody that we lean on for friendship or our family members that do support us, our healing has nothing to do with them. This is something that we have to take, you know, upon ourselves. Um, I always say that, you know, nobody is responsible for our triggers. Nobody is responsible for our healing. This is where we have to take self-accountability for how we react to things and how we allow things to affect us. You know, um, it's so much easier, yes, to say, well, the reason why I'm triggered is because X, Y, Z. Well, you know, you can take your power back when you no longer experience those triggers. How do you do that? You know, you just you have to get to the root of things and, you know, honor it. It's easier said than done. You know, that's pretty much the shadow work. You know, you, you get to know yourself, you get to, you know, you dig deep into the root and you find what bothers you, you know, um, 
why it bothers you. And then you have that understanding for yourself. Okay, this is why. But it doesn't mean that we dwell on it. And I think that's the reason why. We we choose to hide it and say, okay, I'll deal with it later. Or I don't want to think about this right now. I don't want to talk about this right now. And it never gets resolved. You know, um, this is another thing to look for. I mean, just kind of shifting gears for just a moment. Um, when it comes to relationships, and the reason why I bring this up is because, you know, this is something that I think is now very important. You know, communication and relationship is very important. Um, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of us that have experienced this in, you know, previous or maybe even current relationships where we, you know, we we have something that's bothering us or, um, you know, it's either one thing or another. It's either the fact that we will either say, okay, I don't want to talk about it. It's bothering me, but I don't want to talk about it. And, you know, I think it's because we don't want to appear vulnerable. I know for myself, that's why I would be like, no, I don't want to talk about it or what have you. Um, even if it's the littlest thing that's bothering you, don't nag, but, you know, just genuinely come out and say, okay, I didn't really like this. It made me feel uncomfortable. You don't have to say, well, you're a dick for doing this, you know, because sometimes these things are not intentional. And we do have to understand that as well. Like, you know, um, be observant, um, be open, because like, sometimes we're more concerned about our own feelings, that we tend to shut off any other explanation, or, you know, we see it as a form of justification. But of course, there, you know, we do have to be observant about that as well. You know, and I think for the most part, we're adults here. So we know the difference between a justification an excuse versus somebody that is genuinely, you know, somebody genuinely unintentionally did something, you know, and it was a miscommunication because those things happen. You can tell when you are in a healthy relationship as far as that goes. Um, if you feel like you didn't really get anything out of the communication, if you felt like you weren't being heard, then chances are you're not being heard. And the person that you're with is, you know, um, dismissing your emotions or your, your feelings. So then you feel like your feelings are not valid and so on and so forth. And, you know, we know that pattern. But at the same time, um, I've learned that people serve as mirrors for us so we can see that reflection of ourselves. So a question to ask ourselves is, are we doing that as well? When somebody is bothered by something that we have done, are we, you know, taking that responsibility of, oh, I, I've done that too. And once you're aware of it, the power or the beauty of it is what are you going to do once you're aware? Yes. <laughs> um, so, again, as far as all the whole communication thing goes and um, being, you know, aware of how, you know, um, your feelings are being um, taken or if they're being considered, that's the same thing. Like um, that whole concept with that 
but now turning that towards yourself, you know, um, look at yourself as a third person, you know, how are you feeling about it? You know, think of it as you are in a relationship with yourself. How can you get yourself to be understanding about the trauma that you experience? How can you, you know, because a lot of us being empaths, we are so open, so willing, so lovingly wanting to help, you know, those that we care about get through their trauma. So now turn that, you know, turn that around and do that to yourself. So, you know, think of yourself as your best friend. How would you help yourself get out of that trauma? How would you be talking to yourself? And I know this sounds kind of funny, but when you actually have these conversations with yourself, it really does help. And I have been talking to myself like a lunatic sometimes, but hey, it's okay because you know what? It has been helping me, you know, um, I have been trying to tap into communicating with my higher self. Now, if you don't know what that is, you know, um, that's definitely something you might want to look up because it will take me all day to explain that. (laughs) Um, You know, I know that there might be some listeners out there that are not really on that level as far as like, you know, the whole level of consciousness and um, spirituality, and that's okay. Um, I will give you guys a heads up. A lot of my content will now have that because this is the journey that I'm going through, you know, as we speak, and it has been helping me. And as I've mentioned before, I'm sharing with you guys my experience and, you know, um, everything that I'm currently going through and what has helped, you know, and if it helps you guys, you know, I, I really d- hope it does. But if there's other methods that you are currently partaking in that has been helpful to you, then, you know, um, continue doing that. Everybody is different. But as far as healing goes, you know, become your own best friend. Be understanding towards yourself and Again, talk yourself through these things. What would solve this problem? You know, sometimes for us, it's it's frustrating because we feel like we're not being heard, you know, and um, we tend to try to, you know, it's like taking a megaphone and putting it up to somebody's ear and you're like, you're not hearing me, you're not hearing me. But at the end of the day, it's like if you know, that certain things are, you know, as they they are, and they're not going to change. What is the point in trying to, you know, there, there, there truly is no point to that, you know? you just go with the flow and you, uh, you accept what isn't, you accept what is, and you know, you can't control that. So you move on. You do what makes you happy. You do what raises your vibration. It's no fun dwelling on this stuff. I know that maybe there are a few people out there, um, that not so much enjoy 
what's happening, you know, as far as playing the victim card, but you get so used to it, you know nothing else. But this is that time for you to get out of your comfort zone. And sometimes you might have to do some uncomfortable things like putting up boundaries. And I know that it is tough to put up boundaries because I've I've been there. You know, um, it's so uncomfortable, especially when you feel like you're being bullied, you know, because when, pe- when you put up boundaries, it's like a big filter because people that have ulterior motives are not going to like those boundaries because you are interfering with their agenda. And once you recognize that, you'll realize, whoop, these people are not part of my circle. These people are not part of my tribe. These people are not here to support me. These people are not team me. They're not, you know, looking out for my best interests. They are not in my corner. So with that being said, you know, this is where you need to realize what your self-worth is. You only want to be around the people that are for you, that are in your corner, that are going to support you, that are going to just give you positivity. Now, you might say, Cherry, you need to have a balance in your life of negativity as well. Well, not really. I mean, it's up to you. You know, um, for the past few weeks, I've literally been very particular about who I have in my circle because I wanted to make some changes, especially when after everything that I've gone through and, you know, I, you know, think about this. If you've gone through so much already in your life, why would you want to bring some more drama into it? You know, I know that maybe some people enjoy the thrill of the drama. You know, it's, it brings some spice into their life, but let's, take a step back for a moment and think about what the outcome was after that. Was it a positive one? You know, how did that drama make other people feel that you, if there are people that you were close to that, that you love, you know, before we try to stir the pot, we have to look at things like this. If you care about somebody, you you know, do you really want to make them feel a certain way? Do you really want them to feel insecure? Do you want them to feel sad? Do you want them to feel worthless? Do you want them to question? Do you want them to, you know, especially the people that do not do any harm to you. Do you really want to do that? You know, or maybe there's somebody that's like there's a third party causing the drama and you're just like, oh, well, I can't do anything about it, but it's hurting somebody else. It's hurting somebody else that's, you know what I mean, that is supposed to mean more to you in your circle. This is where you have that power, you know, or it's hurting not just one person or other people like this person is stirring the pot so much to the point where you are. You know, you are, you feel like you're stuck in the middle and then now you are left with no choice, but to put those boundaries up. 
So with all that being said, you know, this is where it's kind of our call and we have to say, okay, no more of this. I don't want any more of this drama. I'm not going to screw up every or, you know, all the good things in my life right now because this person wants to come in and, you know, do X, Y, Z. Maybe that person's not even doing anything directly to the people you care about, but they're invading your mindset and your mindset now is plagued with their negativity virus and how you are and how you're feeling. You're feeling down and you're not yourself because you allowed that person to affect you now affects those that you love. And what I've learned is, however, you know, well, I've known this, but it's been more amplified. How you feel and react towards things are going to affect those that you love. So I'm not saying hide those feelings, but learn how to face those feelings and be honest with yourself. That's what I've learned to do over the past few weeks is to just be honest with myself. If something is bothering me, then it's bothering me. You say what you got to say. And if the person cares about you enough, they're all ears. They're willing to work things out. They're willing to um, be considerate of your feelings. Now, when I say this, this is not just in a romantic relationship. This is in all relationships, all friendships, you know, but you have to recognize that. And if they are not considerate of your feelings or understanding, then, you know, it's a tough thing to hold on to and accept. But That's something that we must learn to do in order to heal. It was hard for the past few years because I didn't feel like I deserved anything good that was going to be coming into my life. But once you start changing your story and when good things start to come, you then realize that these things are coming because you deserve it, because you are that great of a person and you have paid your dues and you have planted your seeds. And now it's time, you know, it's time to, you know, basically reap what was harvest or it's harvest time. We have to stop being so hard on ourselves. And at the same time, we also have to recognize the flaws that we have. And I'm not saying beat yourself up and say, oh my God, I suck. I'm this way. If you know that you suck in that aspect, then let's work on it. I have to say, life for the past few weeks has been not really a cakewalk, but things are falling into place. And there's a lot that I am very much grateful for. 
you know, um, the one thing that I do strive for at this moment is to continue to maintain this peace and um, this mental stability as far as trying to get things done. Right now, I'm still kind of building that foundation yet again. I've mentioned before that I had a structured um, schedule, but uh, I fell off, you know, months ago. And now I'm trying to get right back on. It's that self-discipline. Now, the reason why is because, you know, I do want to have, you know, a very structured life. So that way there's a balance for everything. You know, sometimes we find ourselves like just working and there's no room for anything else or we're mothering and there's no room for anything else. I know that as, you know, um, new parents that have little kids, like not little kids, but babies, it's a little bit harder for them. You know, there are some dues that we do have to pay before, you know, we, we do have that, um, that, uh, luxury, you know, if you will. And that's just the dues that we have to pay as, as parents. But once you get to that point, even then, you know, it's like, if you have the support, try to do things for yourself, because if you are good, then your dependents and those that you care about will be good. If you're not good, then, you know, it, it's going to be difficult for them as well. You know, uh, as far as with my kids, when they see me depressed, when they see me struggling mentally and stuff, it does affect them. And it does affect how I am towards them because sometimes I just want to lay in bed and it's not fair for them to see their mom that way. It's not fair for them to be in limbo because of, you know, um, my anxiety or my depression. And, you know, um, it, it's so devastating to see them worried. You know, most people that, you know, sometimes there's people that are, oh, yeah, they worry about me and that shows that they care because they need that reassurance. And that's where we got to pull our heads out of our ass and, and, and say that, you know, it's like, um, we should not be hurting those to feed our insecurities. You know, it's like, I'm not saying pretend that everything's good, be honest with yourself. But again, we have to take that accountability and know that happiness is an inside job. It's not an outside job. It's not our kids, our boyfriends, our spouses, our family members' responsibility to keep us happy. It's our responsibility. We have to seek that happiness. What is it that makes us happy? What is it that freaking, you know, um, that lights us up? Find it. I know, I know it's not easy, especially if you are so used to working all the time and being, you know, that, um, that providing parent, you're like, when do I got time for this? This is you have to make time. I used to be that parent that would be like, I don't have time for anything. I don't know what fun is, blah, 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 blah. And it got to the point where I would freeze when people would ask me, what do you like to do for fun? There isn't really much that I would do because I got so used to being a single mom and just doing things, um, you know, that was either going to generate income or things that, you know, were 
uh, pertaining to networking. And I even told myself that I enjoyed networking, which I do to an extent. Um, I think that after being in a different position and, um, you know, once I start getting my ducks in a row and I start, you know, opening up, well, once I open up my own business, you know, um, I will probably have more confidence in networking um, rather than networking for a multi-level marketing company. And, um, you know, that's something that I am working towards. So I'm excited for that. You know, um, once I start getting things aligned, I, I look forward to that, you know, but now the question is, what about you? What's the next chapter? How do you see yourself in the next three years? I'm going to pause for a moment and let you think about that. You know, time does change people. But I believe that time, if we just rely solely on time... It will be a very slow process. However, you know, when we put ourselves through some uncomfortable situations, you know, um, uncomfortable situations that are going to be um, productive, then we change quicker. Our lives will change a lot more drastically in a short duration of time. You know, one of the things I've noticed, you know, is um, however I am living and whatever I am displaying, my kids will mimic. Um, Just using this as an example, my son's would see me procrastinate on certain things. And then they decided that, you know, it was okay for them to procrastinate on schoolwork, you know, being that they're virtual learning. But with all that, now that I have been trying to keep myself in check as far as you know, keeping everything balanced and structured, I'm now noticing that, you know, they are working a little bit more harder and consistently in doing their homework. Um, I haven't had them for almost two weeks now, which, you know, I miss them terribly, but I do know that they need their time with their cousins, you know, so they could be kids. They can enjoy themselves and, you know, um, as single parents, we know how that is. It can be tough because you miss them and you want them with you all the time, you know, while you can, but we need to come into acceptance that they are growing. And um, just the fact that they are growing, we do have to also be mindful of how we are raising them and, you know, the values, the core values that we are, you know, instilling in them. And so 
though I do question certain things at certain times, and I do question my parenting during these times as well, but when I see a drastic change in them, I know that somewhere, somehow, I'm not messing up that bad. You know, so I know that things can be tough, daunting, and sometimes even depressing. You know, we have the anxiety and stuff because we are fearing the unknown or we are fearing, you know, how or just frustrated with how people are treating us. But we do have to learn how to deal with those and, you know, understand why we are being triggered. People treating us a certain way, there's certain things that we have to think about um, when we're being mistreated, when we're being treated like shit, you know, uh, first off, why are we around these people that treat us like shit continuously? Second, why are we allowing them to affect us in such a deep manner? You know, Eleanor Roosevelt once said, nobody can, nobody can hurt you without your consent. Something along those lines. But you guys catch you guys catch my drift on that one. You know, we are consenting to these people making us feel a certain way. So when is that going to stop? It's been hard, but you know, it's like a muscle. We train ourselves. It's the self-accountability. You know, um, they can say whatever they want. We can either walk away from it or we can say, you know what? Your opinion of me is none of my business. That's fine. You know? Um, and why do we put ourselves through that? It took me a long time to realize, hey, I actually don't have to deal with this. You know, we think that, you know, I, I remember, and this is probably weird, um, my boy's father has this tattoo on his chest. It says, to love is to suffer. And maybe because I, 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 I don't know, when I was younger, I, I was thinking to myself, oh, wow, that's deep. You're supposed to suffer. You know? I mean, suffering is supposed to show the depths of love that you have for a person. No, not really. It took me years to figure that out that, you know, that is not the way love should be. You know, which obviously explains how certain things were, um, you know, during those times and why it was so unhealthy. You know, maybe that was one of the reasons why I stayed because subconsciously, like seeing that on his chest and, you know, that was something that I subconsciously embedded in my head and lived by. And that's probably why I stuck around as long as I did. You don't have to suffer. You're not supposed to suffer. And, you know, and that's not just with like, again, romantic relationships, marriages. This is with everything else, friendships, you know, family ties. You got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of your mental health. I cannot reiterate this enough. We are responsible for our healing. When we decide that it's time for us to heal, that's when the magic happens. Now, when I say the magic happens, it's not going to be all rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and 
you know, it's going to be a pleasant ride. No, it sucks. The healing part of it sucks because it's like going through, I hate to use this as an example, but it's like going through withdrawals. You know, everything is coming out and you're just laying there and you're crying and you don't know why because all these emotions are just coming up. You know, it's like being sick and detoxing every single, you know, toxin in your body. And it's like ever it's coming out in all different like exits. I know this sounds horrible and graphic, but I'm a nurse bear with me. You know, you're you're getting diarrhea, you're vomiting, it's coming out of your eyeballs, it's coming out of your nose, you're getting ear discharge, all of that, all in one, but it's all emotions. You know, it stinks, it sucks, but you gotta go through it. You know, just don't close your eyes and, you know, I mean, in order for you to heal, you have to experience it all. you got to feel it. But, you know, sometimes I know that when you're going through this dark part, sometimes it feels like it is the end. You know, think of healing as like more like a simulate, like some kind of simulation, a simulator. It's not real, but you are feeling the memories and the hurt and the trauma as if it were, because at this point, I would say that we are no longer going through it. If you're going through it, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. And that's, those are different actions that you're going to need to take. Now I'm talking about after you've gotten out of the situation, you're not currently feeling the trauma, but you have you know, the aftermaths of it, the PTSD, everything else, you have to allow yourself to feel. Do not put a Band-Aid over it. Do not bury it. Do not say, I don't want to talk about it. If you can find somebody that will hold space for you to allow you to just let everything out where you can be vulnerable, you let it out. You know, um, if you feel that as you are going through this emotional detox if you feel that you can't be alone at this moment because, you know, there are a few times and I have gone through this where you go through your suicidal stages and, you know, sometimes you might feel a little bit weak. This is that time or you're going not just the suicidal parts, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be that extreme. But if you're going through any type of depression, you know, make sure that you have somebody that you trust to be there for you to hold your hand through this process. You know, some of us may be strong enough to endure this on our own, but there might be some of us that are in a different stage of our lives that are not able to, and that is okay. It's okay to feel depressed. It's okay to feel anxious. It's, a, it's okay to feel suicidal as you're going through this because you are experiencing everything that has ever hurt you from like childhood to teenage years coming all up, and it is a lot to take in. So you have to give yourself that time, that grace, that understanding. And I promise you, once you get through this, things will be a lot better for you. Um, this is something that I personally experienced. I am actually on the last week. Well, it was the last week. Um, 
last Thursday for our conference or our Zoom calls with, um, you know, my mentor, Sebastian Hernandez. And, um, you know, I'm actually going to write a testimonial in, you know, a few days or so. But, you know, this course has helped me tremendously. It made me realize a lot of things. As I've mentioned in my previous episodes, I have been doing the inner work, but it's a little bit different, a lot different, actually. You know, when you do have that strong support system, especially for somebody that has gone through it, you know, Um, for me, there's not many people that I know that have gone through this journey. And I'm very grateful and I feel blessed that, you know, Sebastian reached out to me because it has, you know, it has helped out quite a bit or a lot. And I don't feel like the same person that I was when I joined the course. Now, this isn't to try to, you know, sell his, his program to you guys. I mean, it's, it's there, you know, if you guys are curious about it. But, um, you know, I will say that it has definitely helped me out. And, you know, for those of you who have listened to this podcast since day one, you can probably hear a difference. Um, but I do encourage you to, you know, or invite you to go and, you know, seek any type of help for yourself, invest in yourself, invest in your healing. You know, do whatever it takes. Focus on you. Don't worry about anybody else right now. You know, of course, if you have kids, don't neglect them. But understand that if you don't take care of yourself, it's going to affect your kids. You know, I've had to adjust to quite a bit for these past few weeks. There's a lot of things that I am not used to, you know, um, I used to get super stressed out over certain situations because you can't control certain situations, but I would still get stressed out over them. Like, why is this person doing this? But once you realize that it has nothing to do with you, it's them, then you're like, okay, whatever, just let it go. Even at work, it's been pretty stressful for me, but I've been handling things in a different way. Why? Because I've changed my mindset, you know? So it's like, just, I'm like, oh, I'm not reacting. This is strange. You know, um, my relationship now with Kevin has just been night and day compared to a lot of, you know, quite a few relationships that I've um, I've been in in the past. I, you know, again, I know that this is still kind of a flourishing relationship, but, you know, not just how he is with me, you know, but also how I've been with him, how I've been reacting to certain things and you know what I mean? Just taking a step back and understanding things rather than reacting and getting butt hurt over every single thing, getting triggered left and right up the gazoo. That's no longer happening in this relationship because I notice that, you know, I no longer have those insecurities about myself. And once you no longer have insecurities about yourself, you don't start questioning every little thing or overthinking everything and, you know, being so guarded, you know, you allow yourself to be vulnerable 
there's no drama, you know, you just kind of say, okay, this happened. Now, this has to, this will only work out if both parties are on the same page are and are open to listen to one another and open to talk about their feelings. It's a, you know, it's like a dance. It's a, it's, you know, um, it's a communication type of dance. You guys have to flow well with one another. And I keep dropping my AirPods. So sorry, guys, if you guys are hearing some ruffling noises. But that's one other big thing. You will notice that even how you are with yourself, your relationship with yourself will not only affect you, but the people that you love. So that's something to think about. If you feel that you have been going through a, a continuous pattern over and over and over and over, know that it may not just be the people that you are surrounding yourself with. It's what you are allowing. And it's also how you talk to yourself. It's what you tell yourself that you deserve. That These things will happen. If you want to change, you got to change the way you think. You got to change your relationship with yourself. That's the first thing. But you guys, that's all I have for you guys for today. Um, you know, I wish you all very well. And I hope that, you know, this podcast helped anybody that needed to hear this. You know, you guys... I'm truly ready for a change in my life. I want to experience more happiness, feel at peace, you know. Um, and if you are like me, that feels like you are always attracting chaos, chaos in your life, change that story. Tell yourself that you are a person that enjoys peacefulness. You know? Replace the chaos with adventure and experience and love. You know, energy, just like time, is very valuable. So be careful with what you're allowing to waste that energy. But that's all I have for you guys for today. Thank you for tuning in. Again, we'll get through this together. I'm your host, friend and confident, Cherry Resurrection. And I will be talking to you guys very soon. Have a good day.